your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max. A deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max. Good afternoon and welcome to this brand new show where you'll hear and experience culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world. I'm your host, Sandy Max, and in this hour, you will hear highlights from this past week's What's on Tap shows, including an incredible experience you can have in Ireland in springtime and a visit with Milwaukee singer-songwriter Sarah Fyrick. She shares her special holiday song dedicated to helping veterans and military families. First, we're only eight days away from Christmas. Now, the weather may be mild, but you can get into a merry mood with many, many sparkling lights. You're seeing the decorations in your neighborhood, and in Washington County, they're kicking it up with wattage and wonder at Enchantment in the Park, a massive holiday lights display in West Bend at Regner Park on Main Street. And to share with us just what makes this community holiday event so special are my travel buddies and friends, married couple Beth and Gary Walks. Now, Beth, what is it? That makes your involvement in Enchantment in the Park special. We're both from West Bend, and we take pride in West Bend and how West Bend has grown. And, and I think the fact that this is mostly run by volunteers, for the most part, putting it up, Gary, you know, with the setup and everything, and I think that just makes it so perfect. And then, of course, giving back to all of the different organizations that get the money from the donations that come in, and the food pantry. The food pantry gets just thousands and thousands of pounds. And so. it's just a suggested $10 suggested. donation. Mm-hmm. Some areas around here that are $35 a person, and most people can't afford that. This is very affordable, and as you said, volunteer uh, groups that put this together. And by the way, if you want to help out next year, we're always <laughs> looking for groups. Because you actually make money for your group. So let's say you're a dance team or something like that. You can come in, put up a decoration for us, and earn money that way. It It really is a community event. Absolutely. And there's a lot of fun to be had. So you're talking about volunteering and putting in the hard work. But let's -hmm. let's tell everybody what is super fun about it. Enchantmentpark.org is the website to go to to get the schedule. Beth, how involved are you in the entertainment portion of this? There are a lot of unique performances that are happening. There are, and they're all local. Um, I start sending out emails in spring saying, hey, you were there last year. Would you like to come back again this year? So we book groups. Um, it might be one person playing a guitar. The other night we had a wonderful young woman. Uh, her name is Amy, and she's a hospice volunteer, a hospice worker that just works with people at end of life. And she sings to them. So she came in. We have kids from schools. We have people from churches. We have singles. So just I saw uh, Holy Angels Chorus, school chorus is tomorrow night. And then I also saw on the schedule River City Brass Band. Yes. That sounds fun. I used to be a member of that. (laughs) I didn't know you were a community band that um, has been in existence since, oh, I don't know if I would be saying it right, since the decades. 80s, maybe. Would you say decades? Yeah, since the 80s. What do you play? Yeah, I played French horn. How lovely. Oh, yeah. I wish you brought it with yeah. you. That's no, the that's sound okay. of Christmas. That's okay. <laughs> Next time. Next time you're coming back with the brass band. So it's is it every single night through Christmas Eve? Every single night through Christmas Eve from 5 until 9. You can drive uh, through. You, you drive walk. through. It's best to drive through the park and then park your car and then come back through and walk. Uh, there's entertainment, the Santa... Um, Santa is there weekends, horse and carriage rides. We first started to, to have people just drive through, and that was the emphasis. 
Mm-hmm. Now we're finding that more and more people are also are walking through, and they really should, because you can you get different views throughout. You just, Perfect photo opportunities, right. especially it while it's nice and mild yeah. weather too. And you can't you can't walk through all of it, but you can walk through most of it. And then there is a heated pavilion, and Casa Guadalupe um, serves refreshments, so that they're there um, doing that and volunteering their time. And how so, yeah. lovely, Gary! I have one question for you. And then I'm going to have some follow-up questions. Do you have an idea of how many thousands of lights are on display in, well, first of all, in the park? They say over a million. <gasps> I'm not sure about that. But I have figured out, because I'm, I'm responsible for There are 22 arches in there who drive underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're in groups of three or five. And I'm responsible for the upkeep of those. There are like 1,200 light sets, which comes, comes out to be 82 84,000 single lights. Oh, this is how you can teach your children math. I like this. This is an educational is. experience, too. <laughs> it's very educational when wow. you have to be on a lift for days to try and repair them because it, it, they always go out there. They've been around for, for the 15 years. I don't know how the volunteers even put them together the first time, but um, so one's burned out here, one's burned out there. and We average about 100 light sets a year we have to replace. That sounds small compared to a million lights. How do you set that up, and how do you keep that maintained, and how many people does that take? We have Joel Schneider and and his his group from SEEK. He comes in, and he's a a volunteer for that. Without him, those wouldn't be up. So uh, kudos to Joel Schneider. I can tell you that producer Sam of Wisconsin's Afternoon News gave rave reviews of her experience at Enchantment in the Park last weekend, including the spiked cocoa. More behind-the-scenes stories of West Bend's Enchantment in the Park, including just how tall their biggest Christmas tree is. And squirrels. More with Beth and Gary Walks next on WTMJ. Welcome back to What's on Tap on WTMJ. Thank you for tuning in to this new show, What's on Tap on WTMJ, where you get to experience culture and creativity from Wisconsin and around the world. I am Sandy Max with highlights from this past week's shows. And where can you see over a million lights? Plus be entertained by live music, even take a horse and carriage ride. West Bend's Enchantment in the Park. Picking up my conversation with Beth and Gary Walks lifelong West Bend residents, and they volunteer their time to book entertainment and be sure all those bulbs stay bright. Gary, how did you get drawn into volunteering with the lights displays? My wife kicked me out of the house. Oh, no, Beth! (laughs) She said, go do something because you're retired now. And I was an art teacher for about five years, and then that was decades ago. Yeah. uh, Then eventually I ended up in a factory for 30 years, and I ended up running the shifts and... Uh, so the reason I'm in this is because it gives me three things. One is I'm kind of a maker. Uh, I like to make things. Two is um, I've got that artistic bent. Yeah. And three, I'd like to fix things to make sure things work. And that covers everything that I do it there. It checks all the boxes. Yes, yes. So uh, you asked earlier about some funny things. The one thing I have uh, I can't get rid of, and that's squirrels. Squirrels, what? for some reason, like to eat our lights. Oh, no! So we have... <laughs> have you tried putting, like, cayenne pepper on them? Have you tried all these little home well, remedies? There's a, lot, there's a lot of corn. A million lights. A lot of lights. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, they don't, they don't go after the tr- community tree. We have a community tree that's uh, the largest RGB tree in the state. It's 65 feet tall. Wow. And we just put a star on it, so it's probably 
Higher Even taller, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, yet another reason to go to West Bend's Enchantment yes. in the park. And Beth, I love, there are so many things you can do. There's fire pits and marshmallows. Santa's there most of the nights. Horse and carriage rides, which are lovely. So much music to enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I also <laughs> love that tis the season. Toys are very popular. There's a very special night coming up. Thursday night, the 21st, we're going to have Barbie night (laughs) from 5 until 9. And we're going to have young people from the West Bend Children's Theater dressed up as all kinds of Barbies. So anybody can come in, have their pictures taken. It's going to be, everything is going to be in pink that night. I was going to say, uh, everything pink. have you made sure there are pink lights for this, Gary? Uh, He has not, but somebody else has. So (laughs) it'll just be a fun night. Again, it's all about the community. Um, Regner Park is a beautiful place to come. It's beautiful. And the how lights many years really have both of you volunteered? You said you both grew up in West Bend. Yeah, um, my grandpa actually was the chief of police years back, and uh, so it's been Gary and I, our son Adam, and his son Christian have done a little bit. So Gary started in two thousand thirteen, fourteen years. Uh, yeah, uh, my grandfather actually has a had a bar right next to Regner. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's still there. What's it called? Um, well, right. Now. I don't know what it's called now. <laughs> yeah, I never been out there. But. Yeah. but I love that that is what this is all about. It's community. all about family and community down yeah. there, right? And it's like you said earlier, a ten dollars suggested donation. Mm-hmm. And where does that money go to support? And the money goes to all different organizations, whether it's Friends of the Park, Casa Guadalupe is one of them. It might be the West Bend Dance Team. It might be um, Habitat for- uh, Habitat for Aww. Humanity. And you're also collecting yeah. food, food so. for the food pantry. And right. we also have some very generous, generous uh, supporters of supporters this. that donate that a lot of money. They donate it. tremendous amount of money. We make a lot of money on on the people coming through, but there's also that background. That is to our keep base. It going. And, and it's all going back into the community. Right. Winter Wonderland, West Bend, this time of year. Enchantment in the park nightly through Christmas Eve, 5 till 9. You can see the schedule of music and when Santa's going to be there and make your plans to go through at the website enchantmentpark.org. And also on Facebook. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Beth Walks, Gary Walks, thank you so much you, for making time to join me in the studio. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. I met Beth and Gary in October when they joined me on my Beatles and Beyond trip in England. We just had a blast exploring landmarks in London and Liverpool, and now we've become friends. And where would you like to travel and make memories? Well, you're invited to come with me to Ireland in springtime. Travel expert Steve Bertrand joins us next to share the Ireland itinerary and inspire you to give the gift of travel to yourself and maybe someone you love. Next on WTMJ. What's on tap with Sammy Max is back on WTMJ. That is a wonderful sound. Doesn't it just kind of paint a picture in your head of the beautiful Irish landscape, green rolling hills and the like? Well, If that sounds like a place you'd like to be, you can make it happen. I am excited to announce, officially, you might have seen some peaks on this on the website or heard me just mention it, but officially, uh, I get to go on my second WTMJ trip, taking some fun fans, maybe you, on an Ireland adventure. And I'm very excited because I... After spending two weeks in England in October with a great group of WTMJ fans, and we focused on Beatles landmarks in London and Liverpool, to put together a trip to Ireland, I'm very excited about and excited to meet new listeners. But that trip to England was a great experience with Steve Bertrand Travel, which is part of the reason I wanted to uh, go ahead and go on another trip, because I was so convinced of how easy he made it. And I want to welcome 
to What's on Tap, Steve Bertrand, to tell us more about this Ireland trip that you've put together. Hi, Steve. Sandy, how are you? I am great. How are you? Good. Are you, I, you sounded like you were breaking into a little bit of a brogues there. Are you working <laughs> on your accent? No, I'm not going to do that. I won't, I won't try that. But I will tell you, I was excited. Did you see the amazing race went to Dublin last week? Oh, no. And I didn't I, see that. Yeah, I caught up on that episode. And uh, they sure, they went to Riverdance, uh, but they only showed a fraction of the city, like a real small fraction. They went to a pub, I think, called the Toner Pub and memorized James Joyce lines as one of their challenges. But there's so much more to see in Dublin and the rest of Ireland. And the other great thing about not being part of the Amazing Race is you can take your time and relax. You don't have to rush through the whole country. Why do you think Ireland is a good place to go in spring? I love Ireland because it's so inviting. It's uh, In the spring, it's going to be greener than any other time of the year. You know, I know I was listening earlier, you mentioned the people and just the hospitality is wonderful. I was talking to, emailing with a friend of mine, Donny, Donny Carroll. I've led uh, maybe seven or nine trips to Ireland and I always work with Donny whenever I can and you'll love him. Um, He's uh, a hand-selected tour guide. Oh yeah, Donny Carroll. Honestly, Sandy, when people come back, they talk about Ireland a little bit, but they talk about Donny more. It's just the, the relationships you make with people. It's a fantastic place. It's really like two countries. I mean, you mentioned Dublin, but anyone who goes to Ireland has got to get outside, too, because the countryside is so much different than the, than the city of Dublin proper. I was able to go to Ireland in 2018. I started that trip in Dublin and then kind of drove around kind of the coastal areas. And it was fascinating to see the different terrain in the different parts of Ireland and really see... What the picturesque, what you imagine, sheep in the countryside, you know, those sorts of things. But it's brought to life and the cottages and so much of that lore that actually really comes to life by taking a coach bus and being able to really relax and enjoy the countryside and the view and then also exploring the cities. Because the trip you've put together, like you said, not just Dublin, but we get to stroll in Galway and also go to the Cliffs of Moher, cross the River Shannon by ferry and enjoy Killarney, right. the Dingle Peninsula. And for anybody who really has family or roots in Ireland, anytime you mention, is it, am I saying that correctly, the Cobb Heritage Center? It's actually Cove. Cove. Like Lake Cove, yeah. Like Siobhan, okay. <laughs> yeah, like Siobhan, exactly. I mean, at Cove, there were, you know, with the immigration of the Irish in the 1800s, the 1850s, I think it was like two and a half million of them left through Cove, through the port city of Cove. It's one of those perfect ports. And they've just got a great exhibit there, a museum that you walk through, very relaxed. Just shows what it was like, what led to it, the sorts of people and unique individual stories. You know, and here's the thing. So, you know, when you go on one of these, when you take a guided tour, you know, it's great to go on your own and there's an adventure. You experience a country in a very different way. When you go on a guided tour, you learn more. I think, about the history and the culture. And, you know, you could ask Donnie or it's, maybe it's, it'll be Tony, your guide, about the schools and how they work, about the farms and how they're set up. But Donnie said something to me years ago that, <laughs> you know, he's Irish, so I don't believe everything he tells me. <laughs> he's um, got the real brogue. <laughs> he, he does. He's from Killarney. But he said that the Irish who starved during the famines, and, you know, you'll learn a lot about the potato famines and about the troubles and, and um, you know, we have sort of not very deep stories here or deep understandings. You'll learn a lot more when you're there. But Donnie said that had the people known 
what they could have eaten just out of the hedgerows in Ireland, they would have survived the famine. But they just didn't know, you know, so they relied on potatoes. And when the potato crop failed, they, they didn't know what else to eat. But that's fascinating to me. You'll see these hedgerows. I know you've seen the romantic pictures of them. But all of the different plants and vegetation that grows in them, they could have averted the famine had they only had the knowledge to eat some of the stuff that was in there. That's, that's fascinating to me. And also just how much the Irish are known and rightfully so, as such a friendly people when you visit. And, you you know, we talk about Midwestern nice, and there's a certain Irish welcome that you feel, not just in Dublin, but all around the country. At least that was my experience last time. And when you realize all of these challenges and hardships, but also the family ties in the community, like what really shapes the history and the culture and that fortitude of the Irish people and learning all of that right there in what some would call the homeland or the motherland. And I yeah. love that you put this trip together so quickly and as something to look forward to in springtime because, you know, I, I just had Beth and Gary Wax in here from West Bend and they went on the England trip with me and they were talking about family travels and they're hoping to join me on this trip as well. But when you give the gift of travel, you're giving an experience to last a lifetime of memories and bond if for if you've been trying to get away with a with a gal pal or if you've been uh on the amazing race it was daughters and dad and son and right. dad it's like boy if you've wanted to go on a family trip and especially if you happen to have irish heritage boy this would just be a wonderful thing to look forward to and a real meaningful gift an investment in your own family an investment in enriching your own life to go on an Ireland adventure like this. You know, I'm so glad you brought up Beth and Gary because I told you something when you started with the Beatles trip. And the thing about these trips is you'll come home with pictures and you'll come home with, you know, souvenirs and you'll come home with great memories of Ireland, but you'll come home with friends that you didn't have when you left. I've led almost 25, 30 trips now to Europe. And that's just what happens. The people you spend the week with, they become your friends. I got to tell you something I'm really excited about, that you're staying, when you go to Cove, mm -hmm. you're gonna spend the night in, okay, I'm going to work on one word with you. You're going to spend the night in the city of Cork, right? Yes. Okay, it's Cork. Can you say that? Cork. 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 That's pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> so in the city of Cork, your hotel is the Hayfield Manor, and it's up this hill. It's, it's just above Cork University. It is like an old world hotel. You won't want to leave it. It's like a lodge. Uh, it truly is a manor house. And the first time we stayed there, when we left, the staff came out. It was like Downton Abbey. The staff came out and lined the driveway and applauded us as we pulled away. That's um, a magical moment right there. It is. It is. You know, and I'm kind of grizzled now. I've done this quite a bit, but I still, I love that moment. And, you know, we're really proud of the hotels we choose. They're very nice. I'm sure you can speak to that in the the British trip that you took, but yes. Mayfield Manor is a great one. The Park Inn in Galway is right off Galway Square, and, Ga and there's a and so you're you're right in the center of things, and right out the door across the street from the Park Hotel, and then there are two great pubs where you're going to hear authentic, great Irish music, and you know that's the sort of thing that you go for, and that's the discovery that you'll make on your own that you'll never forget. If this Ireland adventure sounds like something you are interested in, email me. I will send you the brochure. My email is sandy at wtmj.com. That's S-A-N-D-Y at WTMJ.com or call Steve Bertrand 847-606-6065.
Travel expert Steve Bertrand shares his top three tips for traveling in Ireland next on WTMJ. What's on tap with Sammy Max is back on WTMJ. We're going to get our jig on in May. Come join me May 4th through the 12th. For our next WTMJ group trip, an Ireland adventure, there is room for you, whether it's a family member or your significant other, give the gift of travel this holiday season. You will make memories of a lifetime. Maybe it's somebody you've been meaning to travel with and just the past few years you haven't done any grand travel. This is one of those bucket list type trips. Steve Bertrand of Steve Bertrand Travel, who I've traveled with to England a couple months ago, be traveling with him again in May. And Steve, what are three big tips, three ways to make the most of a trip to Ireland? I'm so glad you asked this, Sandy. Okay, number one, you're going to tour the Dingle Peninsula and spend time in Dingletown. And that is a nice drive along the rocky shores of the Atlantic. You'll see the Blasket Islands. You'll see beehive huts where the monks lived hundreds and thousands of years ago. And you might look at the itinerary and say, oh, the Ring of Kerry is not on it. I want to do the Ring of Kerry. That's on me because I've been there many times, and I'm telling you, the Dingle Drive is spectacular, and it's better than the Ring of Kerry. So I, I want you to do that. You'll have a boat ride in the, the Killarney Lakes within the Ring of Kerry, so you'll have that experience. But Dingle's number one. It's fun to number say two, Dingle Drive. Number two. <laughs> number two is the Guinness Storehouse in Dublin. It's a really cool spot. It, it's a great museum about the history of Guinness and how important it's been to the Irish culture. But they've got the gravity bar at the top, and that's the highest point in Dublin. And it's just a great place to take in the city and to see all the sites. You'll see St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is, by the way, a Protestant, not a Catholic church. And then number three is you've got a whole day free in Dublin. So you'll have this time together. You'll learn what you want to see. And then you can just wander, wander the streets and take it in on your own. You know, we try to pride ourselves in seeing a lot but not overcrowding these trips. So you've got some time to decompress and, you know, explore on your own. Uh, Yeah, personalize it for yourself. That's how it worked in in England. Well, Steve Bertrand of Steve Bertrand Travel, thank you so much for putting together this Ireland itinerary for an Irish spring, May 4th through the 12th. I'm very excited. Uh, You can email me, sandy at wtmj.com. I can send you the itinerary. It's also posted on our website. Or you can call Steve directly, 847-606-6065. Thank you so much, Steve. Steve. Sandy, any questions, please just give me a call. I'll be watching the Marquette game, waiting for your calls tonight. <laughs> you got it. Go Marquette. And uh, next, a local, a local lady in a Christmas song. She wrote about one of our sparkling parks next on WTMJ. You're listening to What's on Tap with Sandy Max on WTMJ. Making the holidays merry with real Milwaukee music. That is Cathedral Square Christmas by Milwaukee singer-songwriter Sarah Fyrick, who is joining me in the WTMJ studio now. And Sarah has this fantastic tradition for the fourth year now of writing original holiday music. And Sarah, I had to bring you in to share your story about Light It Up. What can you tell us about this brand new song? So Light It Up came to me um, last year, Christmas Eve. I was cooking in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, this little melody came to my head. And usually when that happens, I listen, because I've found that if you don't, you may lose it. You know, it's one of those special things where if inspiration Pay attention when the muse comes. Correct. Yes. So what I did, I ran from the kitchen, I went to the piano, I kind of got a real rough sketch. So a lot of times I'm recording voice memos and getting the the concept down, right? And then it evolves from there. 
Um, so this particular one was produced by a Marine veteran, um, Derek Lindsay, who is two-time Grammy-nominated, worked in Paisley Park for Prince for a period of time, and him and I have been collaborating for almost three years now. And it was special for me to bring this one to life because, you know, it's like when it's when it goes from, like if I played for you the voice memo where it started <laughs> to where it evolves to, you would be like, wow. You know, it's it, a germ of an idea that grows into a, a nice tree. Yes, it is. And there's some there is true like magic about, around making a song come to life. And, you know, sometimes the demo version is even more special. It depends on the song. But yeah, this one came to me on Christmas Eve. So I listened, I wrote it and it's supporting veteran causes. So if there are veterans out there, active military or their families, they can go to sincerelyinsong.com and enter promo code USO or veteran and basically download any of my music for free. So I'm giving the gift of song to folks out there and reminding them that we see them, we care, we appreciate their service of what they've done for our country and also just uplift people's spirits on the holidays as well. And I know music can't fix all of our world's problems, but I do feel like there are times where you can turn on a song and it takes you back to a place or it lifts up your spirits or it ignites a part of your heart that maybe you haven't ignited. So I do believe that music can heal and to bring people together in a positive way. I often say music is medicine it can boost your mood or it can help you process a feeling if you you know if you're feeling super sad man sometimes you just want to hear a super sad song just so you can get it out or if you're feeling mad about something some some great metal you know it, it can really either soothe the savage beast but it can it can certainly help you cope and process feelings and i love that you want to uplift people and that you're offering music absolutely free to not just active military and veterans, but the families who mm-hmm. go through so much with worry and care and wonder, hoping yeah. that, that those military members come back. Mm-hmm. And and is there anyone else in your family that's been part of the military that has been excited about your music? Yeah, well, unfortunately, my, my late grandfather is no longer with us, but he was a Navy veteran um, and served. And my, my cousin, she is her last name is Strong, so I always joke that she's literally Army Strong. So <laughs> she served overseas, and she's home now, but I know she's really happy with what I'm doing of trying to uplift the cause. And she recently did the Honor Flight. They took a group of women that have served, and she was able to go to D.C. and go through that whole experience. So she's a part of my why as well. That's Great. The website to download your music. Yes, it's sincerelyinsong.com or sarahfierek.com. Not only do you write and perform and create songs, there's another Christmas angle that you have that I find fascinating, and it's a holiday decoration, a gift wrapping element. Yeah. So this year I was able to partner with Cream City Ribbon and they're right in Milwaukee. They have a little factory in Glendale and it's a hundred percent cotton ribbon. So it's biodegradable ribbon. And I don't know about you, but when you see all the presents under the tree or everything, I feel like we live in such a time of waste. Right. Like, how can we do better? Like having a biodegradable ribbon, I was like, that would be such a cool partnership. And oftentimes I look to align with either certified B corporations or people that are doing good with their business. So Cream City Ribbon was a natural fit for me. And you can curl this ribbon. You can tie it on presents just like any other thing. And it's uh, custom made. So it says light it up. And it has the first 10 notes of the chorus of the song on the ribbon as well. Ooh, what a lovely design. Yeah. that's And I just think that's such a special touch when you talk about Christmas presents and you know when you receive a gift large or small it is fun to see what paper was chosen and what the ribbons are and what the decorations on that little package can be so to have that special touch 
and add to the magic of Christmas, I think is really special and also have that mindfulness of biodegradable mm-hmm. because I like plastic and shiny as much as the next person, but there is a time where when you're stuffing that garbage bag full of all the old wrapping paper that, you're, that you can't reuse because it's all crumpled up. It's no, like, oh, I know. I'm always like saving the gift bags. Like, okay, we can use that again. <laughs> throw it away reduce reuse recycle (laughs) so cream city ribbons and sincerely in song if you want to hear sarah's music or again if you are a veteran you can download sarah's music for free what are those codes it's uso or veteran and we've been talking about light it up let's listen to it that is the song you need to hear next on wtmj and now feast your ears this is the song you need to hear most blogs are going to be playing at 10 these go to 11 This is my fourth holiday original. My name is Sarah Fyerick, and this song is called Light It Up. And if you're a veteran, active military, or family member, please go to SincerelyInSong.com. You can download the music for free by putting code USO or veteran. Again, happy holidays, and light it up, Milwaukee.
so light it up, light it up for Santa, light it up. Let's light it up for Santa, light it up. He'll be coming to town, let's light it up for him now. Let's light it up. Homegrown, home-crafted music. That is lighted up from Milwaukee singer-songwriter Sarah Fyrick, who is in the studio with me. And what a fun song to hear <laughs> a child's you. voice, which I have a question about that. But again, what's really special about this song that you were inspired by last Christmas Eve is that you are supporting veterans in a couple of different ways. And how are you supporting veterans with Light It Up? Basically, it's a gift of song. So anyone out there that would like to download it free of charge to add to their personal music collection. And I don't know about you, but I still actually buy music. I don't just have it be fed to me through all the streaming. Support your local artists. Yes. And, you know, all the sales from the ribbon, a portion of the proceeds will also support veteran causes as well. I've also been donating my time to sing, like I sang for the USO and the War Memorial for the veteran families and active military that they had for their tree lighting event. Um, So anything I can do to support the cause. And as the song grows, you you know, if it gets picked up in a movie someday, the earnings, percentage of the earnings are going to go to veteran causes. Oh, so you're walking the walk. That means a lot. It's lifetime of the song. It doesn't have an end date when I do things like this. Sincerely in song. Yes. Dot com is the website. And if you are a veteran or active military member or family of a veteran or active military member, you can download that song for free. The code is USO or code veteran and enjoy Sarah Fyrick's music and Sarah I want to ask you who's that little voice in the song light it up it's my godson <laughs> oh what's yeah. his name his name is Joseph oh I'm glad yeah. you wove him into the song Sarah yes. Fyrick thank you very much thanks so much for having me Merry Sandy. Christmas to next weekend it's Christmas and I'd like to showcase even more local music on a special show I'm creating if you are a Wisconsin songwriter or musician with a holiday song that you would love to hear on WTMJ next Christmas Eve or Christmas night, send me your sounds. Email me, sandy at WTMJ.com, S-A-N-D-Y at WTMJ.com, and share your holiday music, whether you're a singer or a musician or both. I'd love to hear it and share it. And remember, you can also email me if you'd like to browse the brochure to join me in Ireland in spring, sandy at WTMJ.com. I look forward to hearing from you, and please plan to join me weeknights at 6 for What's on Tap. You can catch up on the What's on Tap podcast and share it with your friends at WTMJ.com or wherever your preferred podcast platform is, like Spotify. We'll turn up another holiday song now by Sarah Fyrick, inspired by the park in downtown Milwaukee. This is Cathedral Square Christmas on WTMJ. Decorated with the stars. 